Hello, and welcome to the Banker podcast series, Banking Under Pressure, exploring how the financial services industry is coping with the COVID-19 pandemic. In this series, the Banker's editors are interviewing industry experts from around the world to gather insights and advice on specific challenges, best practice, and innovations that can help banks and their customers manage during these difficult times. I'm Marie Kemplay, the Banker's Investment Banking and Capital Markets Editor. And in this podcast, I'm joined by Hernan Christerna, as Executive Chairman, Global M&A at JP Morgan. Thanks for joining me today, Hernan. You bet. How are you? Good, thanks. Hope you are as well. And we're now speaking, obviously, several months into the, the pandemic, and it's an interesting period where many countries are trying to reopen their economies while also trying to stave off the risks of, of a so-called second wave. And throughout, it's obviously been a very challenging time for corporates across many sectors. And for you, what do you think have been some of the biggest strategic issues that have been brought to the fore for corporates during the pandemic? Well, I, I think that this first phase of the pandemic, um, you know, corporates, uh, rightly so, have been in a period of uh, introspection. Uh, they've been rightly very focused on um, accessing, uh, you know, liquidity um, in the markets uh, through bank lending and also thinking through how to adjust their uh, business models, uh, given the uncertainty that uh, it appears we're going to be uh, subject to for the next few uh, for the next few quarters, so so far has been a period of uh, introspection um, and evaluating uh, internally how to uh, you know how to react to this uh, uh, to this pandemic. It's obviously been very very difficult, challenging times. Are there any opportunities for, for corporates coming out of, the, of this pandemic and this period? Well, I, I think that the, uh, our dialogue with, uh, with our clients is, you know, respecting this initial phase, as, as I've just described, of, uh, of introspection. I think the question is, you know, what is next? Um, after you've taken care of your liquidity, after you have uh, adjusted your supply chains, your business model, uh, you know, what comes next? And, and what we are uh, thinking through is that in a, in a, in a new order, having uh, increased scale is going to be um, important. Um, I think that we see different challenges, uh, first and foremost, around uh, the behavior of consumers, to some extent, um, uh, how the relations between different governments or trading blocks is going to be uh, governed, um, how financial institutions are going to be uh, assessing credit risk. And what we think is that there is a benefit um, of scale in addressing uh, those challenges, and one of the uh, you know potential um, results of uh, of this pandemic is uh, you know corporations looking to come together to combine in that search for scale. Okay, that's interesting. You're talking there about having the the greater scale to take on some of the the challenges. Can you kind of talk me through what some of the the benefits of of that increased scale are, and what the kind of challenges you think companies would would be hoping to address with with the increased scale? Well, I I, I think that the um, um, the key challenge will be around uh, you know consumer behavior. I think that in a scenario where we are facing um, a slowing economy, where there is uh, likely to remain uh, a level of job uncertainty, uh, where we're all facing um, a risk of, uh, of reinfect reinfection. The question is how consumers going to behave. And we, we already saw on the back of the 2008 financial crisis, which frankly was a much more benign crisis than this one, 
that there was a significant reduction in discretionary spending, uh, increased savings. So in that environment, corporations need to think about how, how can I deliver innovation? How can I deliver value um, against a reduction of discretionary spending? And obviously having increased scale does bring benefits to accomplish, uh, you know, to accomplish that. Um, I, I think that uh, there might be benefits in terms of credit risk. I think that the, the sector leaders, those companies that prove their ability to adapt uh, in, this, in this market will have access to uh, recurrent, um, recurrent liquidity. They'll have access to best uh, terms and conditions. And then, of course, the biggest uh, unknown or uncertainty is, is how are governments uh, going to act um, in, 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 this, in this market? Um, are they going to promote combinations within their borders or wider defined regions? Are they going to prevent foreign acquirers? Uh, is it going to be a logic in companies becoming more vertically integrated, more self-sufficient? And again, all that points to um, to some logic and benefits of uh, of pursuing scale. It's such an interesting point. You know, you're talking about how different government actors are going to to, to behave because obviously this pandemic, I guess, throws a lot of things into sharp relief for for governments around you know supply chains and maybe wanting for those to be more domestic, and also I guess provoking a period of maybe increased insularity and nationalism. I mean, what are some of the risks for companies operating internationally in the coming period? Do you think? Do you expect? It sounds like you expect to see some pretty substantial shifts in the global economy in terms of things like international trade and, and global cooperation. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that the threat and the challenge for, for corporations that I think that, you know, fundamentally to get transforming cross-border deals is, is, going to be more, is going to be more challenging in this environment. I, I think that what I've described uh, before is that to some extent, as, as we think about how to get deals done, we're almost doing them backwards because I think that, you know, traditionally we, we would spend all our time thinking through the, you know, the industrial logic of a deal, negotiating terms, valuation, governance. And then at the back end, we would figure, so how's the deal going to be um, approved? I think that these days you almost start with, do we think that this deal uh, is going to be acceptable to different stakeholders? Uh, what are going to be the pressure points? How do we need to address those issues? And, and almost that comes first as opposed to, uh, you know, to last. So we're almost thinking about all those issues proactively at the beginning because we don't want to go too far in trying to negotiate a deal if ultimately it's going to be unacceptable for any number of different stakeholders. Mm. And you've spoken already about scale being a, a key priority for, for corporates in the coming period to think about how they can manage some of these, these risks. Are there, what are the other kind of top priorities, do you think, for corporates that want to survive this period, but also, I guess, more importantly, stay relevant for the long term and keep growing into the future as well? I, I think it's a great opportunity to just, um, you know, rethink uh, your business model. I think that this um, this pandemic will bring is bringing opportunities in terms of uh, all of us becoming much more uh, technology savvy. I think that this is going to further accelerate um, every digital uh, trend in terms of how we interact, how we work, how we shop. So I think that there's also a challenge, but an opportunity 
for different companies and, and corporations to just rethink uh, their business model. I think that it's never been easier to adapt your company against such a powerful backdrop um, of fundamental changes in how consumers interact and, and, and are willing to, to engage with each other and with, uh, and, and with companies. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, that's a nice optimistic end uh, note to end on. So thank you for sharing your views with us today, Hernan. And that's all for this podcast. But listeners can keep up to date by subscribing to our weekly podcasts on iTunes, Spotify and Acast or follow our discussions at thebanker.com forward slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.